What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. It's the Neverland Podcast, episode 91. Welcome to Neverland. Take a start of the right and stay until morning. Neverland. Good morning, Neverland! Hello again. Take your pixie out of your pocket and sprinkle some of that around. Get your happiest thought, and we're flying away to Neverland. I am, of course, your pan, the spider pan, Jeremy, host of the Neverland podcast. And with me, as ever, is... Heather, the Wendy nerd. The co-host of Neverland. So uh, we've actually got a lot of fun things to do today. Uh, this is very going to be Disney Disneyland themed, if I can say Disneyland. Disneyly. Disneyly. I'll very Disneyly say Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Very Disneyland centric episode. We're going to hear some ride audio from our friends Tim and Gary from the Saturday Morning Rewind, and also we're going to sit and talk to Jesse about his recent trip and some fun people he ran into over at Disneyland. So this is going to be great. Uh, but we do want to remind you to visit NeverlandPodcast.com or send us an email. And our email is at podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. And don't forget to find us on Twitter. Land, uh, Twitter I almost said Twitterland. Twitterland. <laughs> We're in the Twitterland at NeverlandPCast. We also have a Facebook. And it's at uh, Neverland Podcast is the page. Yes, there's a group and a like page for Neverland Podcast. Yes. And, of course, leave us a voicemail. At 816-226-6492. And don't forget to join the Neverlanders while you're at it, which you can find everything about that at NeverlandPodcast.com under the heading Neverlanders. It's very simple to join, and you can be an official Lost Boy or Pixie. And they get a nickname, right? Yeah, well, they get to choose a nickname. It has to be sort of Disney-centric, and we do kind of get final say. You can't put anything dirty up there, you know? (laughs) It's a family show, folks. Yes, it's a family show, and you know, find something that kind of describes yourself. 
And also, don't forget, you can donate through patreon.com slash neverlandpodcast. I've got a link and a picture up there on the website. And also, I am still looking for writers and creators. Uh, we have had, uh, right now, Lost Boy Eric Retlaw has joined us. And also, Lost Boy Tricky Rick. Uh, they've both written some articles now at news.neverlandpodcast.com. I'm trying to get that page to be a lot more active. And if anybody would like to be able to uh, write some Disney fun up there, do reviews of some TV shows... Uh, like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Once Upon a Time, whatever, that kind of a thing. You know, Supergirl's coming up. And I would like some people who want to write up some reviews. So if you like to write, please let me know. And also, if you're looking just to share some fun Disney photos or some cosplay, things like that, and I will be putting biography sections uh, where I want, if you have a website that you, maybe you sell your artwork, but you want to show it here, but you want to be able to sell it over at like DeviantArt or something, put a link into your biography when we get you set up as a user. But just, you know, go ahead and send me an email at podcast at neverlandpodcast.com if you are interested and we will get you set up as a contributor we want your articles right yeah we want your articles and art we want to make this a community fun page so we're still working on it but uh, it's been getting a lot more fun here lately on that website so i hope you all are checking it out uh, also i want to tell you about behind the magic uh, this is another podcast they do about 15 minute episodes um but they're about to have like a uh, kind of a competition for Disney podcasters, and I've gotten myself signed up on this. Oh, yeah, they're going to be some like trivia and other types of you know wit, you know, lots of different fun. Well, I hope I'm witty enough. <laughs> so. Yeah, this could be interesting, but I get to. You're funny, all right. Yeah, there's something funny about me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I, I get to send like a champion in for each level of competition, and one of it's going to be mm-hmm. trivia. So I'll, I might be talking to Eric or Jesse if, there, if there's going to be a lot of Disney history. I know Jesse loves Disney history. Now do they know that you're going to talk to them, or did you just announce this here? Exactly right here. But I was going to wait for the actually things to get closer to start and I get a few more details. But go and check out their subscription. Go listen to their show and be listening along because you might find some of the, your other favorite Disney podcasts are going to be joining in on this. Should this be a lot of fun? So hopefully everything gets going pretty soon. And I'll keep you posted, and uh, I'm going to see if they have some promos that I can play to tell you all about their podcast. But that's pretty much all of our, you know, whatever information here for the ending just to get things started. But uh, I'd say it's time we really get kicked this off in earnest. Okay, you know what it's time for, Neverlanders? What is it time for, Jeremy? Well, it's time for another trip into Disneyland. Yay, I like Disneyland. <laughs> of course you do. But as you've heard, there's Jesse, Lost Boy Jesse's here again. Hi, everybody. It, the weird thing is, is you had a trip into Disneyland and you managed to just miss Friends of the Magic. I did miss Friends of the Magic. And even worse, I just missed D23. How in the world did you manage that? <laughs> With careful planning through my travel agent. <laughs> Wait a minute, I thought you did some Disney travel agent work. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you want to fire yourself or not. I knew exactly when the parks would and would not be crowded because of other events going on outside of the parks. I see. So I intentionally chose to go right after D23 ended. So when everything slows down, so you can get in the park and do whatever you wanted. With less waiting time, absolutely. Ah, you may be a hidden genius. Because I like to be able to do things without <laughs> being interrupted. I don't want to stand, stand in line for 45 minutes for Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. You see, I know what I'm doing, believe it or not. <laughs> Even if you don't always seem like it. 
That's part of the uh, genius so. of who I am. Yes. Well, so hey, Jeremy, genius. how are you? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I, apparently I'm not as good as you because I didn't get to go to Disneyland for a week. Well, that may be true. Yeah. But do you want to know, Jeremy, what the worst thing is about going to Disneyland for a week? Coming home. <laughs> no. When you come back home. The peeling sunburn. Oh, sunblock helps, you know. Now he tells me. Yeah. Pale Skin 101, how to survive the sun, especially in California. I live in California. I should be used to it. You would think, but you're you're up in kind of the northern California, though, aren't you? I'm in Northern California, where the high today was a was a balmy 101. Woo! That's still pretty hot. That is very hot, but I was working in an air-conditioned building. I was not outside in the park. Aha! Uh-huh. Big difference. difference between being outside all day and being inside all day long. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of familiar with that since I I'm kind of sort of working somewhat outside, although I'm inside of a bus that has no air conditioning, so it's it's a it's not as different as it should be. <laughs> but anyways, so you had a trip to Disneyland. Yes, I went to Disneyland. How was your weekend? <laughs> uh, it wasn't in Disneyland. <laughs> Didn't we already go through this once? <laughs> We're doing this live, folks. We're doing it live. Oh my, yep. You paid to see it. And the cost was free. So <laughs> you got what you paid for. <laughs> so... Uh, we'll just go ahead and start with the trip report. So what's the, you know, first day? Let's just jump in there. Uh, the first day actually was California Adventure. I did not go to Disneyland my first day, believe it or not. Just trying to mix things up, huh? Well, the last time I went to Disneyland in May, I was there just in Disneyland itself. So I wanted to go to California Adventure and see what they're doing for the 60th anniversary. Of course. And it turned out to be the best decision I could have made. Uh, DCA is a better park than people make it out to be. Disney California Adventure is a lot of fun. You have a lot of big kid rides that are not in Disneyland. You have your soaring over California. which Soon is to be soaring over the world. Soon to be soaring over the world, absolutely. Announced at D23, which I did not go to. Did I mention I did not go to D23? Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> Uh, you have your California Screaming, which is an awesome ride. One of the best roller coasters that I've been on in any park, Disney or otherwise. Um, and then you have their wonderful nighttime celebration, which is um, the World of Color. Which is got a pretty good Frozen chunk in there. <laughs> As I call it, a celebration of all things Disney, but mostly Neil Patrick Harris and Frozen. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it is, but it's still pretty cool from what I've seen in some video. You know, I, I, I will admit, walking away from it, I was very disappointed because it was so Neil Patrick Harris heavy. Not even Frozen. The Frozen part didn't bother me. But the Neil Patrick Harris, there was more Neil than there was Walt in the Walt tribute show. But well, I, I mean, you do need a host. Like, so. No, you don't. But as I, <laughs> as, as I walked away, and as I've gone back to YouTube and watched it again, and kind of taken it in for what it is, it is a very good show. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, Neil, if you have to have a host, Neil is the best host that you could have. 
because he is such a Disney fan. Yeah. And everything he says, even though it's overproduced, it comes from his heart. Right. And so for that reason, I don't fault the show. It's a good show. It needs to be seen once or twice. At least. But that's it. <laughs> Beyond well, that... there's a Star Wars clip in there, so, you know. There is a Star Wars clip in there, and that was amazing. And the pyro in the show is amazing. I love the fire they include in the water show. That was Fire and water combining in one and actually doing something cool for once. More than steam. But yes, that that, that part (laughs) was amazing. Uh, And and the fact that they're showing, albeit trailers only, but that they're incorporating Star Wars, The Force Awakens, in the show as early as May, and when I saw it here in August, was just incredible that they're going that far so soon. Yeah, that's probably the most that they really can use in the parks. Because uh, I actually was just seeing today, I noticed with the Disney movies anywhere that they, you can purchase digitally five of the Star Wars movies. But the first one has now been pulled because 20th Century Fox actually still owns the rights on that release. And so I bet in the parks, they're mainly going to focus on anything that they make new. Well, of, uh, of they, course. They probably won't and, be able to pull they want, from the old stuff. And they uh, they obviously want to hype it up. And they want yeah. to... As they go into their new Star Wars areas, they'll be promoting the new film, obviously. And oh, so yes. That it, that it... Which anyone should be doing if they own the rights to any major blockbuster coming out. I'd expect the same from Universal and from Fox. Yeah, so I fully expect the uh, the new Millennium Falcon ride to be based around the with the the new squared satellite dish, and uh, of course we've we've been hearing that this battle type of thing that you get to have it as an attraction is going to be facing the the new order. So yeah, it definitely looks like it's steaming from the newer Star Wars movies, which I'm sure is going to be fine because I'm pretty sure these are going to be excellent movies. I'm looking forward to it very much. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I don't know anything about Star Wars Land yet. I'm still... My jury is still out. I don't think they've played all their cards on the table yet. Oh, I'm sure they'll keep plenty of things they'll play close to the chest, and then when they start announcing all these cool things, everybody's just going to flip their wigs. And I feel the same way about the Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studio, but that's a different show. <laughs> that's a different show. And that sounds really cool. I just I just hope that they have some more exciting rides than... Uh, then you know, even, although it looks cute and, and fun with a slinky dog, I want something a bit more, you know, bigger. Just more. I'm getting greedy, maybe. But I just want more. <laughs> There's something more coming. I'm fully convinced of it. Yep, and I bet you're right. But anyways, that's in the future. That's <laughs> so. In the what future. about the uh, the present? In the present, <laughs> what else did I do that Monday? I ran into. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. That's that's why I'm here. <laughs> I, I saw I saw my good friend from many many different places blackandblaze.com WTTM Jeremiah Good. I oh ran, hey cool! Ran into him at uh, California Adventure on Monday. Got to hang out with him for a few minutes. Great guy. Um, but let's see what else did I do that day? I went on a ride that I've never that I hardly ever go on. I went on the Grizzly River Rapids. Get wet. <laughs> you get. Very wet on this ride, but yeah, that's something I've never heard any audio from because I guess there's really just no way to do it. 
Um, I'm not willing to risk my microphones. <laughs> really? Un- unless you're willing to put out some kind of just-in-case fun next time I go. I will not record it for you. <laughs> yeah, something about electrical items and water that just doesn't quite mix very well. And I don't know. I, I, I kind of enjoy my phone, and since that is my recorder, yeah, I don't think you're going <laughs> to get it from me anytime soon. Well, my, my uh, Samsung is supposed to be completely waterproof, but uh, I'm not going to put it to the test anytime soon. Needless to say, if you haven't done Drizzy River Rapids, it's a fun ride. Uh, it's worth the, it's the the standard wait time is between forty five and seventy five minutes, so you're looking about an hour before you go on there. But it's worth it. It's not. Is there a good story to it? What I'm is sorry. It? I mean, what is there a good story with it? Because I don't really don't know anything about this attraction. Uh, basically, you're in an inner tube raft, a big semi inner tube, basically. You get six to eight people in your ride. Uh, you go through these rapids. There's guys who are shooting up at you. You're basically getting wet. It's just a cool off on a hot day kind of ride. Just some pure wet fun. Pure wet fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that was... But that, all in all, that was Monday, the first day. Kind of a relax, enjoy Disney California Adventure taking what it has. We, I did go on Radi- Radiator Springs. I cannot speak. Radiator, Radiator Springs, Springs Racers? Racers, which is one of the best rides I have ever been on. And shot some pretty good video of it, which is actually on your YouTube channel. Yes, there is a video of this on my YouTube channel, Quest for Vault Disney. Uh, mm-hmm. Just absolutely pure, exhilarating fun. And you can find that video on news.neverlandpodcast.com, where you'll also find a link directly to the Quest for Vault Disney YouTube channel, so you can go and subscribe. Absolutely. Let's go to my second day of the trip, Jeremy, which I think okay. was probably the best day I have ever had at Disney. And suddenly a SpongeBob song is in my head. It's the best day ever. Okay. I will stop singing now. Crickets? Crickets? <laughs> my... Just, just for background... Disneyland Park opened at 8 o'clock the next day. I was in the park at 7.30 before Rope Drop getting ready for the park to open. And most people who are there before Rope Drop Jeremy, they are in line to getting ready to go over to Space Mountain or Splash Mountain or Peter Pan for reasons I will never, ever understand. Or Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion or any of the other e-ticket attractions. Do you know, Jeremy, where I was at 7.30 on that morning? Star Tours? I was eating something. (laughs) I was in line for the Disneyland Railroad. Oh, well, that's different. It is very different. And I had one specific reason to be in line for the Disneyland Railroad at 7.30 in the morning. Uh, Does it rhyme with Lily Bell? Perfectly. The Lily Bell, as you may or may not know, is the exclusive car of the Disneyland Railroad. It only makes one or two circuits per day on the rail lines if it runs, and it holds 14 people per run. Wow. 
you can only go in the Lily Bell car if you have a special ticket. A golden ticket? White cards suck. Oh. But, <laughs> in this case, it's, that's better than gold. Well, yeah. And I ended up holding a white cardstock ticket in my hand that morning. And how do you manage to get that? Do you have to wait in line for that somewhere? You have to be in line at the Disneyland Railroad when the park first opens at 8 o'clock in the morning, or whatever time the park opens that day, usually 8. And you have to have your name on the list as one of the first 14 people to request to go on the Lily Bell. If you're granted such an honor, they say, please come back at this time and you will go on the car. Alright, I'm going to make a personal note. If I ever manage to get to Disneyland, I'm going to do that just for something special and unique to do. This is very... It would be an awesome way to start like your first trip to Disneyland to do something that special first. This is very special and unique. And, and this car, the reason they call it the Lily Bell is that it is named after Walt's wife, Lillian. Uh-huh. And she was d- involved in the design process of this car. And it is very ornate. You have chandeliers. You have flowers in there. The carpet of the car is the same carpet that's used in Walt's apartment. And they use the last of the remnants to carpet the Lily Bell. If the carpet ever gets damaged, it cannot be replaced. Wow. Which is, why, again, why they limit it to only one or two runs per day instead of letting it go all day long. Because obviously the railroad runs every five or ten minutes all yeah. day long throughout the entire park. Yeah, but, but you at, wouldn't want to be the guy that, that wrecks the carpet in there. <laughs> there is no food or drink allowed in the car. If you have a water bottle, it is left at the main street station. And they will give it back to you when you get off the car. Heck, I'd take my shoes off and say, should I just ride barefoot so I don't wreck the carpet? <laughs> my shoes might have a little dirt on them. Uh, but as you go through, you don't use, you don't hear the normal railroad spiel that plays through on the other cars. You have your own personal conductor who will give you a tour of the car, a history of the park, and explain the things that you're looking on as you go through the rails. And that includes pointing out hidden Mickeys at different railroad stations. As we went through, did you happen to get a recording of this? Only fourteen people are allowed a day. I'm I'm sorry, Neverland, but I was a little bit too selfish. I was too busy taking pictures to take record audio recordings. (laughs) If you want to know more, there is going to be a post very soon on questforvaultdisney.wordpress.com based on this experience. With pictures. With pictures. Okay, I'll look forward to that. Now, they gave you something special at the end of that, too, I think, didn't they? At, at, at the end. When I, when I said that you get a white, white cardstock ticket, I was being very literal. You get a keepsake ticket to take home with you that is punched with a railroad-shaped punch that gets huh. to go in your memory book. And you lock that away and never lose it. You lock it away and never lose it? Or you include it on the, your post at questforvaultdisney.wordpress.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep, scan it so it lasts digitally at least forever. Yes, yes indeed. <laughs> now, at, 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 as soon as we got off the train, my friend had to leave for a, another engagement that she, she had at some place called Club 33. <laughs> and you weren't invited. Not for a lack of effort, 
my friend <laughs> went out of her way to see if she could bring a friend, but as she was an invited guest of a guest, there just wasn't room. So I appreciate the effort, it just didn't work out this time. Sometime I will go to Club 33. Someday, Abu, someday. But yeah, all is not all is not lost. At, at the point of time after the words when I said I would meet my friend, my friend came to me and said, come with me, there's someone that you need to meet. And so I take my mint jewel that I am enjoying, and I walk with my friend over to the Club 33 entrance, and I get to meet Imagineer Terry Harden. Yay! An amazing experience. And I, me and my friend and a couple and the other people she was eating with had about a half-hour conversation with Terry Harden as we walked her out of the theme park. Cool. The most exciting time of this half-hour conversation, we were standing at the Emporium there on Main Street, right next to the firehouse, and Terry Harden is talking, and all of a sudden, someone bumps into my shoulder and says, Hey, I know you people. And as this person walks by, Bob Gurr waves and makes eye contact with me and everyone else in the group. And you're like, oh, 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 it's Bob Gurr! If you don't know who Bob Gurr is, if you've been to Disneyland and your attraction has wheels, Bob Gurr built it. Yep. And Terry Harden, uh, off the top of your head, can we think of some of the things that she helped create in Disneyland? Uh, she is most known for uh, creating the dragon in D- the castle at Disneyland Paris. Which is fantastic. Which is fantastic. I want to see it in person, but my wife doesn't want to go to Paris at any point for some reason. Uh, she is also the puppeteer behind the Foster Farms chickens. <laughs> if you know those commercials, which it sounds like you do. It's, it just sounds funny to me. I don't know if I'm remembering the commercials, but it just, I don't know, the Foster Farms chickens, something about it just tickles me. I get tickled easily sometimes. but <laughs> There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I have a weird picture in my head. with But yeah, never mind. <laughs> you were saying? Uh, she was also a puppeteer on a, mo- on a non-Disney movie called Ghostbusters. Oh, yes. I remember her talking about that on a previous podcast I've heard her on. Very cool. Although, side note, uh, this actually just happened today. Uh, I found out that the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the middle schoolers that uh, I drive to school don't know anything about Ghostbusters. But yeah, that's kind of a sad thing. I just realized, wow, we're, we're that far removed from that, that original film that uh, kids don't remember it. So that may uh, make things more interesting for the newer films. It'll be a completely new experience for a lot of people, I which, a, yeah, don't think about it. But yeah. I had a mutual friend on Facebook post today that he had to stop his workday to teach a co-worker about Hall & Oates. My goodness. Of course, I can't really say I'm a big Hall & Oates fan, but I've heard of them and I know who they are. It, it's, it's one of those when-I-was-your-age stories that goes with what, yeah, what, what Ghostbusters so. is. Yeah, but yeah, Ghostbusters is almost timeless. But anyway, so Terry Harden was a puppeteer on Ghostbusters. <laughs> and an Imagineer, and uh, she was actually at D23 working on a special project, actually. Uh, yes. As, as seen in Paul Berry's uh, Meerkat, for anyone who missed those. So, anyway, that was... In all, all honesty, that half-hour portion was the highlight of my entire trip. Getting yeah, to talk with Terry Harden and have literally Bob Burke 
bump into my shoulder. <laughs> no, this this the temptations. Yes, I have cleaned that shower since then. <laughs> you didn't pull that. Oh, let me just shake your hand, and I'll never wash it again. Way too passive the opportunity passed before I could even think of it. It was just kind of like, oh my gosh, that was Bob Gurr. Just bumped it, into me. It was a, hey, look where you're going. Oh, wait, you're... Hey, hey, that's Bob Gurr. Oh, he's gone. Intuition. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to, for a second, say, hey, can somebody verify? Because I saw Bob Gurr. Everybody else saw that, right? <laughs> it, it was... It was... Um, it was substantiated. It happened. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> I was there. It happened. It was my shoulder he bumped into. <laughs> oh, so how do you follow that up? Uh, you really don't follow that up. You just have a couple more days in the park, playing on the rides, showing, broadcasting on Meerkat, taking videos on YouTube, and just enjoying the atmosphere. And then if you ride the Haunted Mansion, you get on the Doom Buggy and say, I, I was bumped into by the guy who brought these into the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Then you say, <laughs> the guy who built this touched me. <laughs> and suddenly a Bill Gaither song is in my head. He touched me. And Okay. Ooh, check, I please, said I was done one. singing. Let's say what? <laughs> check, please. Table one. <laughs> I promised I wouldn't sing anymore, and I just can't help myself. Oh, hey, by the way, did you know that I manage a, uh, a karaoke cantina over at Disney, Indiana? If anyone would like to sing, please send an email to podcast at neverlandpodcast.com and check out the Disney, Indiana podcast to see who's singing at the karaoke cantina. And did you know that the day before. after the cantina opened, I moved to a new residence? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you're going to have to sing something now at the cantina. No, no, I don't. What? We've even had a wampa in there singing. Jeremy, do you know how many miles I, per- I walk when I'm at Disneyland each day? A lot. I, I, I would guess uh, probably at least 10 miles, if not maybe more. You know what, Jeremy? Hmm. That was almost a perfect bid. According to my I'm app, good at this. my first day in the park was 11.8 miles. The Oof. second day of the park was 10.9 miles. The third day of the park was a 12.6 miles. Yeah, see, this is the type of thing I start getting good at guessing at with, uh, you know, spending some months trying to be a mail carrier and learning how many miles you can walk in a day when that's all you do. <laughs> yeah. But, of course, in a Disney park, you're going to stop, get in line, ride an attraction, visit a show, you know, hang around with Mickey, so you're not necessarily going to do 15 miles in an entire day, but you'd probably do about 10. So my fourth and final day, how many miles do you think I walked? Let's see. Well, how many days were you there? Four days inside the parks. Four days. And so you've done like a, an 11, a 10.9, and a 12. So that last day uh, was probably just about the same. So I would say roughly 43 miles total. I'm not looking at total. I'm looking at just the last day. Just that last day? Well, I'm sure it was probably about you know 10 miles again. Unless you were only did like a partial day in the park, then had to jump on the plane and go home. This is a full day in the park. Full day in the park. So yeah, I had to have been at least 10, 11 miles. If you think you have a guess as to how many miles I walked on my fourth and final day, email podcast at neverlandpodcast.com 
And if you're the closest, we'll send you a prize. We will? What will it be? A surprise prize. Oh, it's such it's such a surprise that even I don't know what it is. <laughs> this prize brought to you by Quest for Vault Disney.wordpress.com. Yes, it is. Entries are due <laughs> by Sept- uh, by September seventh at twelve p twelve a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Ah, uh, now you're just making more work for me because now I gotta pay attention. <laughs> okay, so September seventh, midnight. Check email. Look for a possible winner. Ask Jeski how many miles it actually was. Um, <laughs> putting that in the notes. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy thought he was going to have an easy show this week, didn't he? Oh, it's never... Well, it's it's always an easy show, but yet it's never an easy show because it's always a lot of work, but it's always so much fun that I don't care that it's work. And it's so much fun. We're going to let listeners enjoy the show, too, and get some prizes yeah. for it. Ta-da! So, Jeremy, what questions do you have for me about Disneyland? Well, my goodness, because um, you've already had, I guess, some just great experience with everybody you met there, and that was just Monday, and you got to ride the Lily Bell. Uh, that was on Tuesday. What did you absolutely. eat? What yeah. did I eat? Oh, my God. Yeah. What a Anything interesting? Question. I went to Flo's VA Cafe, and I had the barbecue pork ribs. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Because they're not just pork ribs. They are pork ribs slathered in Coca-Cola barbecue sauce. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Why don't they sell this as a souvenir to take home with you? (laughs) Because they know that their barbecue still doesn't compete with Kansas City barbecue. Nonetheless, this is the best barbecue sauce I have had in California in a long time. Yeah, I see. Coke is definitely a good, good mix in there for some sweetener. So... I like that idea. Oh, it is Because so a good barbecue sauce has got to have that sweetness to it, you know? And the, the, the ribs come with a side of corn and a side of potatoes. And I Down-home kind of food. It's a, per, it's, a perfect, it's a perfect roadside diner. Oh, yeah. And I told him, hold the gravy, give me extra barbecue sauce, please. <laughs> you would put barbecue sauce on your potatoes? I put barbecue sauce on my potatoes. This was I'm t- down with that. This was a listener tip I got from my friend Paul Berry at Window to the Magic, and he is so right about that. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. I think I've put barbecue sauce on my potatoes before. It it's is always so pretty good. good. Oh, yeah. That's a nice thing about potatoes. You can mix almost anything in with potatoes and just enhance it and just make it that much better. Absolutely. Unfortunately, they don't sell... the. When they sell their turkey legs, they don't have the barbecue sauce available at the turkey leg stands. Mm. I love me a good turkey leg, though. That might be something worth doing a Google search on to see if somebody's cracked a a pretty close recipe to their barbecue sauce to try and make it home. Do not tempt me. I've lost 30 pounds this year. I do not need to gain them back. (laughs) Oh, I've lost 20, and I think I gained half of it back. I need to start walking some more. What else do you have, what else do you want to know, Jeremy? Uh, well, my goodness. Um, well, I do know that you said that you rode Star Tours, and you frequently end up getting the same trip, but finally got something different this time. I did finally get a different trip. This was now you put me on the spot. I have to remember what I rode this time around. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> right? Are you coming? I'm blanking. 
it was it was a new experience. It is. I went pod racing, Jeremy. You went I, pod racing. I went pod racing a C three PO. Did you at least win the race? We did win the race, and our reward for winning the race was a hyper jump into a um, battlefield. <laughs> Oh, X-Wings all around us. It was quite terrifying. So what sort of battlefield do they have now? Because I don't think they do the uh, the trench run anymore at all, do they? It wasn't the trench run, no. It was X-Wing... Uh, if I remember right, it was X-Wing fighters around us. Um, just against the Imperial Star... I don't want to say Starfleet, because that's the wrong um, franchise. <laughs> the Imperial Fleet, though. Some Star Destroyers. Yes, the Imperial Fleet. The Star Destroyers. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it, it, if, it, if it was the other fleet, it would be um, a quite interesting battle, though. Quite the fun yes, mashup. Yes, it would. Yeah. A mashup that's been visited many, many times in many different ways. Absolutely. <laughs> that uh, would actually make a really cool ride. Somebody should do that. But anyway. My... My final ride of the entire vacation, though, I had to go to nowhere. I rode Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Ah, yes. Great way to end the vacation. Took that ride straight to hell there, did you? I went to hell. (laughs) For anyone who is not familiar with Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, uh, Mr. Toad has a bad accident, and you've got to follow him along where he ends up, because that's where you go when you're a bad toad. (laughs) Absolutely. Which is gives a little bit of a scare factor, I suppose, to a dark ride, which is always which is makes why a dark it's ride called fun. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yes, it's a wild ride straight to hell. <laughs> well, in, interesting story was that Walt actually wanted this to be a roller coaster when he first said we're going to build this attraction, and the Imagineer said there's just no time. So Walt said we'll make it wild and scary. So we said, yep. let's go to hell. It's not in the it's not in the story that we've made, but it. It's, yep. It's a wonderful and so there's retelling. almost a lesson. Drive safely. Don't drive like a crazy person or you go to hell. And if you're in that car, drive on the left hand of the street. Because <laughs> it's, it's a British story. There you go. There you go. And don't let a toad drive anyway because really, a toad driving a car? Yeah, how does be he better off letting a horse. So what? How does a toad reach the pedals? No kidding. Weird stuff, man. British have weird, weird imaginations, but not as weird as some of the things that I've seen in Japanese animes that I still don't understand, but that's a whole topic for a different matter. <laughs> it's another discussion for another day. So, I think we're getting a little weird and punchy here, because it's nearly 11 o'clock my time. <laughs> yes, yes we are, because yes, yes it is. Oh my, so yes, now the listeners are going, what am I doing listening to these two? Oh my goodness. Any other uh, fun if, instances that you should share from Disneyland? Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> oh, what else did I do? I just had, you know, it, it was just a fun vacation. Um, I, I got a good musical step from the Dapper Dance that's on my YouTube channel. Um, I had a amazing ride on the Mark Twain Riverboat that I meerkatted out that will be embedded on the Neverland podcast page. News.neverlandpodcast.com There you go. Yep. Which, at the moment of this recording, has not yet been embedded, but we're working on it. It's a work in progress. It will be. 
Yes, it will be there, as well as the YouTube videos. I've been sharing your YouTube videos, and you still have more to share. You uh, saw the Frozen show, apparently? I did see the Frozen show. I admit that I did see the Frozen show as an adult. And this is the one they do in that, um, what is, oh, I forget what they call that theater, the but Fantasy they have... Fantasyland Royal Theater. Yes, and they have the very, very comedic interpretations of famous Disney stories. And this it was, and yes it was, and it was very enjoyable. And, and I'm um, going to be posting that video very all. soon onto the website. Hmm? And love wins. Love wins, isn't that nice? Uh, who would have thought it? Who would have thought? Yeah, in a Disney movie, love win. I mean, really? Exactly. I mean, and really, I can only think of one Disney movie that was that's actually Disney Pixar, where your dream doesn't actually come true, you know, and that's, you know, Monsters University. I've seen that one time. I don't really remember it. Oh, I love that movie. I've seen it so many times. But yeah, that's, I think it's the only time you ever see something that was released through Disney that the with the character that's dreaming about something doesn't achieve his dream. But he gets a new dream and achieves that one. So there he kind of does things, gets, gets a different way, you know. So it's a good message, I think. It was a good movie. It's, it's, I, I really did love that movie. So, But yeah, that's a whole different topic. <laughs> well, I think we better just wrap this up. So, All right, well, thanks for sharing. Uh, My you know, pleasure. Your fun. And, of course, uh, keep an eye on questforvaultdisney.wordpress.com for some stories and photos, and also the YouTube channel, Quest for Vault Disney. Also, keep an eye on news.neverlandpodcast.com, because when he posts some YouTube videos, I will make sure it gets shared onto the website so you can come and check it out. And then make sure you go and subscribe so you'll know when he posts these videos. Absolutely. Listen up, all you cartoon lovers out there. Make sure to check out the Saturday Morning Rewind podcast to hear exclusive interviews with your favorite cartoon characters from the past and present. If you were a fan of Thundercats, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Ninja Turtles, or Darkwing Duck, Saturday Morning Rewind is the show for you. Join Tim each month as he interviews the voices behind the characters. Find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and online at SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Okay, now I, you've heard me play some promos for Saturday Morning Rewind before. You remember them, right? Yes, I do. Yes. I do. Saturday Morning Rewind is Tim Nidell and Gary Lane. They have a great little podcast where they talk to actors that have lent their voice to cartoons. Or voice actors, if you want to flat out call them that. But they're definitely actors. It takes a lot of talent to do this job. And they're talking to people on all the cartoons that you remember. And it's a great little podcast. And they went recently to Disneyland and D23... And, of course, D23 was on Saturday and, of course, Sunday. But uh, they went on Saturday to D23. And then Sunday, they went and took Gary into the park for the very first time that he's ever been Ooh. in. His first time in ever at Disney nice. Park. So uh, they sent me two good, really cool audio files. And so we're going to enjoy one of those. So here we go. To Disney and beyond. All right, so here we are, about to walk through Disneyland for the very first time for Gary. <laughs> Gary's scared. Hello. Oh, is this your first day here? Yes, it is. So for this ticket, we're going to take a picture, okay? Yay. You have a 3D. Okay. So that way, if you lose it, no one else can use it. Perfect. Okay? Go ahead and take off your sunglasses and big smile. And I just need you to write your first Yep, name. I meant to do that at the hotel, but I couldn't find a pen. 
Thank you. And it's his first turn in any Disney park. So do you have a button or anything? Oh goodness! Let me see if I have the first time. You got a button. What is it? Just an empty one? It's a birthday button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now you can wear that and get free cake everywhere we go. She said I could go to City Hall and get the first Yeah, you can button. go in any store, I think, to get a first time button. We can tell people it's our anniversary. We can get an anniversary button, too. <laughs> get free cake for that, too. Thank you. So here we are, walking through. We want to thank all the Neverland podcasters listening to us right now we are saturday morning rewind find us at saturdaymorningrewind.com we have another cool podcast you guys might enjoy we're standing in front of the giant mickey mouse floral arrangement in front of the train track there yeah. did we get a picture yesterday here uh, i just took one okay <laughs> so that answers it that's that's where i got lost in the recording If I can, I've always just taken video with it. Yeah. So this is the ticket. That's pretty cool. That's your ticket. Keep on to that or else you're screwed. <laughs> I'll go by myself. Fine. What's it? Oh, that's a diamond? Yeah, that's new. Of course. Oh, sweet Jesus. I don't know why that was worthy of a sweet Jesus, oh. but I'm just glad that it fit. Mater <laughs> is worth anything. <laughs> Not really. No. I'm sorry, all you Neverlanders out there. I'm not a Mater fan. All right, now, here's where we stand. Do I go, want to go right or do I want to go left? That's a tricky one. Let's go left. You're I was, expert, I always go right. Hold on just a second. Let's see if I can. Okay, cool. Oh, I can't see through this thing, so uh -huh. I'm going to have to hope that every picture works. <laughs> all right, let's go left. Under my favorite sign. Here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. And let me just say, this is really empty <laughs> for what I'm used to, and it's extremely empty for what I expected. Right. So I'm excited for you. Yeah, we managed to come on the perfect day. I think we did. I think Monday is going to be the busy day. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to remind myself to go slow. Because <laughs> you've never been here. So we can go to City Hall. You can get a button there. Okay. We can also get a map of all the smashed pennies. Okay. Well, let's do that while we're here. Ladies and gentlemen, 
entertainment times too. All the parade times. Okay, so go ask for a button and a smash penny map. Go ahead, do it. Do you have a map of all the smash pennies where the locations are? Already a parade? Thank you so much. I guess it's 8 o'clock. Yeah. Put on the birthday one too. It's hilarious. Every every cast member you see will say happy birthday. Everybody. Oh really? So I'm gonna go over here real quick. So we are in the fire station here. Right here is Walt Disney's um, like apartment studio. Cool. He lived up there, and this was actually open for a long time too. Right. Until a kid figured out he was up there, climbed the pole, and surprised Walt. <laughs> so yeah, that's where he used to live. Wow. Not all the time, you know, when he was in the, sure. you know. But I think a lot of the times when they were first starting it, he lived up there. I'm trying to get out of the noise too. There we go. It's over. We can walk back out. <laughs> and when Walt was in the park, mm -hmm. the lamp was on. Right. And now it's always on. Hmm. So at nighttime you'll see it. It's on. So there's the fire station. And there's the windows that... Um, Jeff Heimbuck was talking about all the different oh, windows. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Jeff Heimbuck? <laughs> Not, I was looking for them. Yeah. I didn't see anybody though. Well, as large as this place is, I, I know. Well, I'm done with the water already. Wow. <laughs> so is this kind of what you imagined? Kind of. Is it better? Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. I don't feel many things, but I feel pretty excited right now. <laughs> I'm ex this is crazy. The streets are empty. Yeah. This is a good first time in. I'm definitely glad we're here today.
Somebody got in trouble. Oh, wait, it is Starbucks. Oh. I didn't see that sign yesterday. Yay. Nice. For you listening, I don't like coffee, but I bought a lot of gift cards. And Starbucks is one of them. I thought I didn't, couldn't use it. But now I can. There's one souvenir you should get for your first time uh -huh. the, from the Silhouette store. Okay. They do a silhouette of your face. Really? Yeah, it's really cool. We'll cross the street. Only 10 bucks, wow, that's still cheap. Yeah. Now they'll stand there and cut it out of scissors. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to do that. They just won't do Walt Disney. Huh. People have asked. I think this was the old lingerie store right here. There was a lingerie store. Yeah, when they first opened, there was a lingerie store. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, they all kind of connect. Yeah. A lot of these are dummy, dummy windows. Right. But for the most part, I think most of them are real. Oh man. Huh? I always knew I'd be here when I saw the castle. Yep. Yeah. You want to go to that right now? Because Tomorrowland's right there. Let's do it on the way back out. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Let's get our fast pass first. We are entering Tomorrowland. Um, this was uh, inner, Journey Through Inner Space. Wow, 15 minutes. We need to... I think we need to do this next then. <laughs> Buzz is five minutes. That's actually a good line because usually that's about 20 to 30 minutes. I've never even heard of that one. It's alright. 
It's not one of my favorites. Right. Is that what that is? But let me just go ahead and tell you right now that Tomorrowland is my least favorite land okay. in the whole park. Good for starting here then. Because there's not as many rides, honestly, and it's kind of a waste of space having the innovations up there. That old big building is not being used right now. Oh, wow. I mean, they just stopped using it a couple months ago. I was hoping they were going to tear it down and put another ride there. Yeah. <clears throat> and the whole track right there is a people movers track that they stopped doing years and years ago, but the track's still there. Right, yeah. I think I saw one of the random videos for that. Yeah. And there is Space Mountain. <coughs> 30 minute wait, so yeah, that's still pretty long for this ride. So, I mean, it's not long, but 30 minutes is long for this morning. Wait, where's the fast pass? I forget. I forget where you get the fast pass at. I think it's over here. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, yeah. Thanks for asking the question I was about to ask. So get your ticket out. Barcode up and in. Pull it out. There we go. Nice. Now we come back between 9.15 and 10.15. Sounds good. <clears throat> How many fast passes can we get per day? I, I'm going to try it over there because I think it's only one per day, but I, I wonder if it's split, split up by land. 
Oh, okay. So, Joe, I left. Um, they used to have the Captain EO show, the Michael Jackson 3D right. show. Actually, I liked it a lot. I saw it when I was seven in 1987, and then I saw it again last year with Becky, my wife. My wife, or whatever Borat says. Um, <laughs> and it's really cool. It's probably the best 3D. <clears throat> Excuse me. Best 3D that I've seen before. And I was hoping they'd have it. They just stopped doing it maybe three or four months ago. Really? Um, I don't know. Let's go do the Matterhorn. Okay. Because like I said, the Star Wars line is actually entertaining. Okay. We can come back through and see it, what the wait time is. So let's go that way. Go right. Look at that waste of space building right there. Interventions, just nothing. Even when it was open, I didn't like it. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're just re remodeling it, really. I was hoping they're tearing it down. I think it must do something else for the park. Like, a lot of things are, do two things for the park. Like, the Nemo ride. Right. It's not very popular. I mean, it gets pretty busy, but people don't really like it. I don't like it, but I heard the water in the ride circulates all throughout the park, uh -huh. so that's why that's still there. Makes sense. Because before it was Nemo, it was just a submarine voyage, which I loved. Right. And now they put Nemo in it. It's not. It's not nearly as good. I mean, they had live mermaids in the water when I saw it as a kid. Oh wow. Wow, that wait time is pretty short. But actually, that's one ride I don't really care if we miss. And it says entrance on the We'll try it later, but right. I'd rather do the stuff now. Oh man, the Matterhorn's really long. <clears throat> yep. That's actually longer than last night when I went on it. Looks double the size. <sighs> I don't know. I started about over there last night, and that was about 20 minutes. It's probably about 30 minutes. That works. Okay, the, there's a sign up there. Let's see if I'm right. <clears throat> nope, I am wrong. 60? Let's come back. Okay. Yeah, we'll get a chance to ride it. I just don't want our first ride to be an hour long wait. Fair enough. The park fills up in an hour. I know. <laughs> That's probably what you sounded like last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, so we've been in the park for about 20 minutes. Do you want to go back to the hotel, take a nap or something? Yeah. 
Alright, so we can't meet Tinkerbell yet. She's not there. I guess we can see what Star Tours is doing. I just imagine Gary like that, like a little, can we do that one too? <laughs> Please? I'm, I'm restraining only because you have the recording device on. <laughs> Please, Tim? And then we get to the front of the line and I go, Tim, I'm scared. I want <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a couple rides. I'm going to make you get in the front. <laughs> All right, so let's check out the Star Tours, see how long that one was. Because just a minute ago it was 15. Somebody just said Tom Hanks. Maybe he's here. Maybe he's pretending to be Walt Disney. And his lousy accent he did for that movie. Right. I love Tom Hanks, but he was horrible at the accent. Hello, Gary. My name is Walt Disney. <laughs> yeah. You know, he sounded a lot like Woody. Yeah. Wow. Imagine that. <laughs> Even though Tom Hanks doesn't do any of the voices for the video games or the toys. Right. His brother does. His brother, yep. That's the same. Star Tours. Yeah, 15 minutes is good. They do a good job of keeping people out of the sun. That's nice. Yeah. Now, one thing I noticed is they did. Whoever designed the layout of the lines was a genius. Right. Because you'll see lines and it looks super short, but then so much backtracking and around the corners. And <laughs> But it keeps the line going, too. Right. Astro Blast are still only five Yep. Maybe we'll cross over there. Because it will fill up. I, I don't want to wait longer than 15 minutes for that one. Oh, I'm guessing it's Toy Story related. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Buzz. Okay. Cool. Why do they even need fast passes? Go on. Thank you. I'm waiting. What time can we come back for Space Mountain? Uh, Nine? Nine fifteen to ten. Okay. So maybe after this and this. Might be about time. That'll pretty much knock out Tomorrowland. It will. Hundred <laughs> percent. Wow, no, we skipped a bunch of line. Seriously, there's a whole other room besides this room that I'm usually in. Wow. That's actually real one they use for the movie. Star Tours is now offering convenient day departures to the tranquil planet of Naboo. Visit historic landmarks in the capital city of Phoenix. You might even catch a glimpse of the recently elected Queen of Naboo. Or a new great adventure. 
It's not flash. I mean, you flash in here, but not on the rides. Two. Thank you. Regulations require that all carry-on items be safely stowed beneath your seats. To fasten your restraint, use the yellow strap to pull the belt out from the right side of the seat and snap the belt into the buckle on your left. For your safety, remain seated throughout your flight with your restraints securely fastened. And please watch your children. Para su seguridad, permanezcan sentados con el cinturón de seguridad ajustado. Do not put on your flight glasses until instructed to do so by a crew member. One final reminder: in photography, never forget any Star Tours flight. That's why they tell us. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to ask a Star Tours agent. You'll be boarding in just a few moments. Thank you. Please prepare for immediate boarding. <laughs>
You're not? I said mommy. No. <laughs>
someone during the ride um, there's tons of different possibilities in that ride so if you repeat it you won't get the same thing twice oh, okay. and that's probably my favorite combination I've ever gone through was those two scenes because at least we didn't get Jar Jar's world which you do get <laughs> which forgive me Star Wars fans I don't know the name of his world Gundam style, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm just trying to think of the uh, Weird Al song. That's the only reason I'm Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was fun. I got goosebumps. Yeah. And I've been on it for, I don't know, maybe 20 times. Really? Even the original when it was in 3D. Mm -hmm. And that was great too, I loved it. I was there the year that it was opened in 1987. Wow. I like that they still use the red and blue technology. Yeah. Alright, so Star Wars merchandise now because everybody's so motivated to buy Star Wars. <laughs> fun wasn't it that was great yeah so i thought it was really a lot of fun and everything and i like that they did go to star tours there because that was really cool and that's uh i didn't recognize the sound i don't know what they actually rode and what they got to see i know jesse keeps getting the same trip over and over and he's good but he finally got a different uh, on his recent trip as we heard uh but okay uh, I do want to remind you all that we are in our final round of the Neverland Battle of the Disney Band, so there's really nothing to update. I am ending the competition here after Monday, Monday night. I'm going to come in and shut it down, because that will be the end of August, and then I need to make contact with Scott and Tracy Morris over there at uh, Disney Indiana and have them come back, and we will count down the top five Disney songs and the winning band next week. So that's going to be exciting, right? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see who wins. So this should be good. So remind me to send that email today. Okay. All righty. Don't to send the email today. Yeah, well, let me finish the show first. Okay, but that is going to wrap things up. So I just remind you now to keep a pixie in your pocket. And by that, what do we mean? That you spread positive feelings and you're helpful to other people. And I'm probably not getting your usual stick down, but maybe well, yeah. positive and helpful to other people and just spread that cheer. Well, that's not necessarily keeping it in your pocket, but uh, that is sharing the pixie dust, which is good. That's exactly why I want you to, one of the reasons to keep a pixie in your pocket. So yes. that's good. That's a pretty good answer. Okay. But yes, the keeping a pixie in your pocket is that young good uh, that young at heart, good attitude that you keep with you. And then that way you can share the pixie dust with other, other people because you're having a good attitude and can share it with others by all the methods Heather just said. So very good. Yay, me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we'll see you next week. And uh, God bless. Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Blueberry. We love to hear from you on Twitter.com slash NeverlandPcast and Facebook.com slash NeverlandPodcast. Leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492 and send email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. Join us next week and we'll once again go to Disney and beyond. The Neverland Podcast is copyright glue band productions and all original content belongs to the same. Other content is copyright of their respective creators and is used under Creative Commons license. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.